Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Hello there and welcome to Skeptics and Believers, a paranormal podcast. In this show, we will be talking about the Phoenix Lights. So please do sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the show. So in this episode, we're going to be discussing the events around the 13th of March, 1997, over Phoenix, Arizona, known as the Phoenix Lights. That's relatively recent, isn't it? I mean, a lot of the stuff we talk about has happened in like the 70s or the 80s or or even further back. If this is one of those, you know, it's actually happened in our lifetime and when we were old enough to, I don't remember it, but, you know, (laughs) to have been around when it happened. Yeah, well, we were at school, weren't we? I think I remember it being on something like Sightings or Unsolved Mysteries, if it was still going back in... 97? 97, 98. Yeah, but, not, but yeah, so 90, 20, 97, you'd have been at sixth form, wouldn't you? I was in sixth form. I uh, was. We were working, Mike, weren't yeah. we? Yeah, I was at college. Yeah, college, yeah. Yes, well, that, that 1997 is when me and Matt first met. Oh, when the, oh. When the love affair began. So over 24 years ago, and this, this happened over a three-hour period, and during this three-hour period, it's reported that thousands of people witnessed this phenomenon. So between 7.30pm and 10.30pm, over a 300-mile range from the, the Nevada line to Tucson in Arizona. And what was seen by the majority of people were six lights in a triangle form moving slowly. Or the, the other thing that people saw were these lights stationary in the sky, just, just hanging in the sky. So the initial report came in from Henderson, Nevada at about five to seven uh, when a, a guy reported seeing a black triangle the size of a 747 with lights on its leading edge, making a noise like the rushing of wind, moving northwest to southwest quite slowly over his house. And this guy witnessed this moving for several minutes. So it wasn't like it was a brief thing. The guy actually stood there and and watched it for several minutes moving until it went out of sight. So the next reported sighting came in from a former police officer who saw the lights, a cluster of lights just hanging in the sky, which he reported seeing four, four lights that were orange or reddish just hanging in the sky with a fifth light trailing behind them before they then moved off, again heading south east. So these reports are starting to come into various police forces and you know some you know former police officer you think is quite a respected individual and police officers generally you know being um, reliable and honest honest people Where did you say this happened? In America. Whereabouts in America? In Arizona. Yeah, I I'm, I'm not going with that. Apologies to anybody okay. who might be listening who's a police officer in Arizona or knows one, but, you know, recent events would tell you that they are not the most trustworthy people. Don't tar everyone. I'm not tarring everyone with that brush. It's not. Like we're not making do. this a political... <laughs> no, I'm This not, is not a political I'm not, podcast. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
that I wouldn't so necessarily the, trust the word of a police officer from Arizona about whether or not he saw spacemen. So from there, the next sighting was in Prescott and Prescott Valley at about 17 minutes past eight. Callers started phoning up the emergency services switchboard in, in large numbers, saying that there was a big, solid object in the sky blocking the stars out that, that was passing overhead slowly. And it was in a V-shape. So it was later on where it was spotted in Phoenix between half eight and quarter to nine. So people were reporting it was about 100, 100 to 150 feet above them in the air. So that's, that's really low, if you think about it. Like when a when you see a plane taking off from an airport, once it's, you know, taken up and its wheels up, it's usually about 1,000 to 2,000 feet in the air. So when you see something that's about 100 foot off the ground, so like what's the height of an average house? 25 feet? Yeah, like 30 foot. Yeah. Why are we Something talking? Like why are we talking in feet? So a hundred foot is only like thirty-three meters. Yeah, but in America they still use imperial. No, no, but yeah. you're, so you're talking about something that was thirty-three meters in the air. So it's, yeah, thirty, like thirty to forty-five of, that's meters. That's less than an Olympic swimming, Olymp, less than an Olympic yeah, swimming pool. The, yeah, but, the, yeah, but the size of it though, because it it was like a meter. Well, it was a mile across. Yeah, but that that that's so it. This, so we're saying this but, this thing was thirty-three meters in the air. Yeah. No, because. Yeah, 33, no, 33 metres up. Yeah. But yeah. that leads yeah. saying that's really um, not... Yeah, so really about, about the height of a hovering helicopter. Yeah. Um, but the, the, this thing was massive. Like, you know, loads of people were reporting. And it was travelling from that, that northwest southeast direction. Mm. And loads of people were seeing it. it. If you look online, there's loads of video, there's loads of photographs as well that people took. Because this wasn't like a... A UFO sighting where people witness like a, a glowing orb in the sky for 30 seconds and then it vanishes at high speed. This thing was very slow moving over a long distance. I mean, all the, all the videos that... We, so um, Lisa and I, we, we watched a lot of broadcast news footage mm -hmm. and it looks a little bit like in terms of like modern day when they use drones and fly them in a synchronised pattern. It looks like a V and each at each point there's like a glowing orb. Yeah. But I think eyewitness reports were saying that the space in the middle looked almost like some sort of stealth cloak technology. They said it looked like a grey um, gas. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously back then drones weren't a... Commercial drones weren't a thing. No, they no, were. Yeah, think. exactly. Yeah, but we're just just relating it to something. Yeah, kind of yeah. Um, I mean, I think you you also got to take take into account: Are you looking at pictures of it from then, or are you looking at more recent artists' renditions of it, or artists' renditions from then? Because there are, if you just if you just Google images for Phoenix Lights, there are an awful lot of paintings and three D. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pictures. Yeah. So. You know, picking out the ones that actually happened then, most of the pictures I can see that look like they were from that period, you can't see a shape, you can just see the lights. You can see the lights, yeah. But the fact that it was it was caught by a lot of people in photographs and video. Yeah, there was there's a lot of eyewitness. Yeah. And also one of the, one of the one of the people to ring the police switchboard worked at one of the airports. He was an air traffic controller working in the main tower. And they, I think also, um, I think he saw, 
it's an accepted fact that they also scrambled military aircraft as well to go and have a look. So the thing, the thing with the like with the air traffic controller. So I was I was watching an, an interview that um, Jimmy Kimmel did with Kurt Russell. So Kurt Russell was flying his private plane. He was flying his son into Phoenix that night, and as he was in his own recanting of, of what happened he said that as he approached the airport he could see these six lights over the airport and and thought you know what's what's that so he contacted the atc and said what have you got going on over the airport and they said well nothing i've got nothing on my radar and he was like well there's there's six lights over the airport and they said to him well do you want to report this and he said well i'm reporting that there are six lights they're flying in the sky and I don't know what they are. So, you know, they're, they're UFOs. And eventually these lights moved off. He was able to land. And he said that he didn't think any, any more of it until a few years ago when Goldie Horn had been watching a documentary on the Phoenix lights. And he walked in while she was watching it. And he was like, those were the lights that I saw. And they reported that, you know, all these people on the ground had seen it, but also one commercial pilot had reported it. And he was like, I was that commercial pilot. <laughs> Interestingly enough, um, as well, that's a weird as, as well as the link to Kurt Russell there, apparently someone called Richard Curtis, who I can only assume is the writer and director of Love Actually, apparently recorded a video <laughs> uh, that clearly showed the outline of a spacecraft, but he lost it obviously um oh, i'm assuming that he course. taped over it to uh film test footage for the boat that rocked <laughs> very niche reference there matthew absolutely but there was, there was also a, there no was one quite... those when they listen to a paranormal <laughs> podcast do they no there was quite a good eyewitness report from a truck driver who said more or less along the lines of i'm not an educated man i'm just a truck driver and what i saw i can't explain and he he actually was driving and followed it followed the lights for a little bit and he said that it looked like the underneath of the space was flat and was emitting an amber glow so i think was this was this bill greener who's a, a cement a cement haulier because there was a, a tr- it could it could well there be. was a truck driver yeah. who who watched the lights for two hours he literally followed them for two hours. Now, um, the, right. the, the, the official line, though, is that they're flares that were dropped by A-10s, aren't they? That, that's the official line, is that there were, there were, yeah, there were so, planes on manoeuvre, six planes flying in a, v, in a V pattern. They all dropped flares, and those flares, as they descended across the horizon, looked like they hung in the air for hours because of the way that flares fall. And, this, and, and they've replicated this. This has been reported at other times, and it has been flares. And that's been the explanation that's been given. Now, you see, I've watched film footage of them replicating it when it was the 20th anniversary, mm. and the flares that were dispersed by that A-10, the, they dissipated within seconds of being yeah. ejected from the back of that aircraft, right? But I get what you're saying, because I remember... Probably going back to it was around about nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. So I was coming back from my then girlfriend's house, driving into the town that that me and Matt lived in. 
which was Sutton Coalfield. And as you came in from the Birmingham direction, it comes downhill and you look out kind of over in the direction of Sutton Park, which is a big national park. And as I came down into the town, I saw these five really bright pink orbs. Looked like they were just hanging in the sky. And I must have watched them for about two or three minutes. Yeah. But they were flares. They were flares that had been set off by the the scout group that have like their base within the park. Yeah, so they weren't even like so military I, flares. No, so I, I can get how flares could be the explanation for the stationary lights that were seen in the sky. Yeah. With the orange and reddish colour as well. Yes, it could be flares. But how do you explain the dark shape blotting out the stars moving slowly for hours over 300 miles well again that that's the thing i can't see any imagery for that outside of things that people have created to demonstrate what other people have said they've seen and some hicks from arizona saying they've seen a spaceship isn't going to convince me i mean i mean there is there is actual footage unfortunately it's a fox news camera that followed the lights for quite some time. And you've got to bear in mind, in 1997, the, you know, the, the camera equipment's yeah, we not HD, massively sophisticated. Exactly, yeah, yeah but, but you can quite clearly make out lights in a V pattern moving very slowly across. Yeah. But that's lights in a V pattern. It's not an object. That's the thing. No. And, and but the, the thing as well is you had, you had a lot of people who their reports of what they saw were exactly the same or if not very similar. So a lot of people reported there being a solid object. And I think it's interesting that they did scramble. I think there were three F-16s that were sent to investigate based on the sheer volume of reports. Did anything come back from what they saw? Did anyone see those three planes do anything? Is there any eyewitness accounts for what they were involved with? Because we say they were scrambled, but you'd think they'd have flown towards the thing that was 150 feet over people's heads, so you'd have seen them interact with it. Any reports on that? I mean, Mike, have you got anything? I mean, I'll be honest, I couldn't find anything that said anything was scrambled. Again, that that was part of that Fox News report that... Lisa and I watched, which was it was literally uh, I, I can't remember whether it was YouTube or, but it was it was the that segment of news that was played, and it showed three jets being scrambled. But you know, as to yeah, the specifics if, of it, if there it, it was some interaction between those planes and a spaceship above Arizona, you'd think that, especially if people were filming it, that that would have been the thing that people remember. So I'm assuming it didn't happen, yeah. or if it or if there's, it did there's, happen, there is also got made in blacked. yeah. Well, it's, it's swamp gas and a weather yeah, balloon. Exactly. But the, yeah. the, there's some interesting consistent uh, consistency around not only just the descriptions of the eyewitness reports, but also the the sounds that were being um, emitted. Mm. Quite a lot of people said it was a very unusual sound, like air rushing. Yeah. And I don't know... There's if, quite a lot of consistency. I don't know if any of you have ever been near or seen uh, an A-10 like flying in the air I have because they used to operate over Kent so I've, I've spent many summers in Kent and I'd seen them flying about and they are noisy You would, there is no way you would mistake that for the noise of rushing wind they're, they're quite clearly 
a jet engine and quite a noisy one as well. I mean, the one thing I will say is that A10s can fly relatively slowly compared to other other jet aircraft. Yeah, but it's so it's, it's could... not it's not the planes though, is it? That emitted the light. It's the flares that the planes launched. The planes had already gone. The flares well, that, were, that, were hanging in the sky. That's the explanation. Yeah, but that, what, that's the explanation what, for yeah. the stationary lights. That's not the explanation for the six lights seen travelling over a three hundred mile distance. So there was a report a couple of months after that from the Air Force who had initially said that they hadn't got any planes or anything in the area. Um, and then all of a sudden they changed their tune and said that actually there'd been a, an error and that they confirmed, and you've just said the same plane, an A-10, that Maryland Air National Guard A-10 pilots completing a training exercise ejected leftover illumination flares near Phoenix before base. And the quote is, one of our guys had about 10 or so left, so he started to puke them out one after another. I mean, I don't know how long these things last, you know, kind of floating down in, in real in real terms, but, I mean, it was hours that people were seeing yeah, this. Yeah, it probably depends yeah. on the weather and, they, so. you know, other bits and pieces, doesn't it? I mean, one, one of the interesting things as well is that the... Um, the so there was a, an Arizona governor called uh, Fife Symington III, <laughs> and he held this press conference where he said, we found the person responsible for these lights and then asked the police to bring the perpetrator in, and it was someone dressed up as a grey alien. Hilarious. Um, but 10 years later, when he was interviewed about those events, he was very public in saying, look, we don't know what it was. He was a former pilot and a former Air Force officer. And he said that, in his own words, he said, I can definitively say that this craft did not resemble any man-made object I've ever seen. And it certainly was not high-altitude flares because flares don't fly in formation. So, but, but I would say, he's number one, he's not a trustworthy source because he had a press conference and seek to mock people who had seen it and then he only admitted to seeing it then 10 years later because I, I also kind of looked into this guy and um, there's quite a lot of inconsistency in the things that he said. It also appears that Phoenix... City Council launched their own investigation and over 700 people were interviewed. So 700 witnesses were interviewed, but that they found that the government had not contacted any of them. Now, is it because the government knew that it was something that shouldn't have been there or that there was some kind of covert black ops going on? Or that they knew that it was just some guy launching some flares off and why waste government time investigating something? I still don't. I, I, I still don't buy the flares explanation because. But it, that again, depends if you believe the object explanation. I, I don't believe there was well, an object. I believe that's something people have been embellishing after the fact. You know, yeah, we all saw the lights. There's the common ground. Everyone saw those. There's an explanation for those, and then all oh, actually. No, there was definitely a spaceship. I definitely saw a spaceship. It was 150 feet off the ground. Definitely, that's what it was. You know, coming in to view me, I want to be on Fox News. That's 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 my view. And that's but you know, if I saw it, I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be telling you I'd seen it, but I don't believe it was there. Well, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying it was a UFO, as in an as alien, alien spacecraft. Yeah, okay, but, okay. Yeah, 
But it could have been something else. Like it a could stealth have been... thing. How big was this thing yeah. said to be? And they said it was 150 feet um, in the air. Was it like a boat size yeah. or was it large plane size? Kind of, I don't think I've we actually... Saw, we saw something. Yeah, the size, yeah, we size saw something of a online 747. That said that they... Okay. Oh, I see. It was some. We saw something else where people had taken um, the kind of the distance based on you know various different points that they've seen the distance between the lights and then kind of done the math. Sorry, the dog shaking in the background. <laughs> Sorry, the dog was just shaking. Um, somebody had done the maths um, online about you know the kind of the distance between the lights and and it was it was a mile long between the front point light and then where the two rear lights, even if they kind of like fan out at the back, like the kind of, like the the line that would join those two rear lights um, further yeah. back, and they said it would be about Which a mile again, long. If you, so if, if you I were mean, dispersing flares, you would expect them to spread over a distance like that, wouldn't you, when you were flying and launching them out? But, you know... Yeah. But, but also, in, in the, the, on, that, on the same, where we got that information from, there was two eyewitnesses who were soccer moms who said it looked like a flying shopping mall. Yeah. So we've, we've already you had... you see them every day. We've already had a flying shopping mall, a V-shape, a D-shape, a mile long, a 747. I'm, I'm just saying, these are not all the same eyewitness accounts, are they? Mm, true. The one thing yeah, I think Eyewitnesses, we, but not... The one. I think there's definitely something in it. I, I think flares, based on the footage that I've seen, would not linger no. in the air and have the same trajectory of movement that these lights clearly had but there are different types of flares that you can get so decoy flares you get some infrared decoy heat signature ones you know that kind of massage chase and things like that you can get illumination flares on parachutes which apparently form long-lasting shapes in the yeah, sky they're gonna hang around aren't they the u.s air force claimed that these were slow falling long burning luu 2b slash b illumination flares there you go. I'd go there with that. Go. Again, though, you know, it's... It's the government, I suppose, isn't it? You know, what, Can we what buy some on eBay and do a 300 test? 300 miles. Well, yeah, I mean, if you drop one while you're travelling at 300 miles an hour and it lasts in the air for an hour, it's going to look like it's moving 300 miles in an hour, isn't it? Because it's going yeah. it's, it's it's to use your speed. Like, if you drop something out of a car, it doesn't just instantly, you know, stop moving. I don't think, I don't think long burning flares would last for an hour though they're called long burning aren't they and do is, is do they hold their position in the sky i mean quite possibly i'm not a flare expert apparently uh, so looking at this an analysis of the luminosity of the luu 2b slash b illumination flares <laughs> um determine that the luminosity of such flares at a range of approximately 50 to 70 miles would fall well within the range of the lights viewed from Phoenix. There you go. I mean, sometimes the explanation that you're given is the right one, as even even if it doesn't seem that likely. And we don't know an awful lot about flares. I can tell you right now, a guy driving a cement truck in Arizona doesn't know anything about flares. So Possibly, yeah. Why ignore that just because it's easier to believe in spaceships? Just, I want to believe. I know you want to believe. So what, what what's your feeling Look, my, on this one then? So my, my 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 personal belief on this one is that I think there's something to it. Whether it whether it was a a true unidentified flying object, you know, it's unidentified. It's flying like you know to quote Kurt Russell, and it's an object in the sky. Yeah. 
I'm not saying it's it was aliens. It could have been some kind of black ops project. Experimental one mile long. Yeah, it could have been in space. Well, it, it could have been that it was a. It could have been a stealth aircraft being flanked by five or six other aircraft in transit from one airbase to another. Because obviously, it came from Nevada. We know what's in Nevada. Area Fifty One is in yeah. Nevada, which is obviously you well known for being the the test bed for a lot of military stealth aircraft. Yeah. Now, you know more about aircraft than me, but my assumption of stealth aircraft was that you can still see them with your eyeballs, but they get hidden from radar. So would that explain why this looked like it was cloaked like a spaceship from Star Trek? Well, it was... I mean, a lot of the footage that we have seen, which was taken at the scene, it, it is nighttime. And if you think of every stealth aircraft that I can think of, they're all painted black. Yeah, they are or a grey, and they also have got quite unusual, in terms of the design... That it, it's all quite angular. Right? Yeah, all quite yeah. angular and a little bit weird looking. So I th- I think there's definitely a possibility. Yeah. I think it may yeah, have it been... Be if we Yeah, so if we but stick... You know, it yeah. could have had some sort of fractal paintwork or if something. If we stick to the 747 size rather than shopping mall or mile-long size. So 747 yeah. size, and it's got... You know, like like passenger aircraft do. You know, wings on the underside of the plane. Sorry, lights on the underside of the wings. And perhaps it's coming in low because it needs to land in Arizona Airport. That's why it's only 150 uh, feet up in the air. Wouldn't you hear that a lot louder than a whoosh? Though, like a, like a stealth version um, of a B-52 yeah, that kind of thing. Stealth bomber. Again, again, it depends on on the. Uh, the engines that it was using but the i mean i'm just looking at the b2 bomber so the b2 bombers that big v-shaped rounded off stealth uh stealth bomber and that that probably was or is about the size of a 747 were they out in 1997 or was what they saw maybe an early version of that yeah that so a bit too um, low? they so they first flew in july 1989 and went into full production on the 1st of January 1997. <laughs> it could have been. Right. It could have been. Who knows? Who knows? A BT. Yeah, okay. So you, you think there was some skullduggery, but you're not going to pin your hat into aliens. Correct. Would you rather it was aliens or rather it was government based skullduggery? Uh, I think I'd rather go with. Government skullduggery, because if aliens were brazen enough to do that, that would be Independence Day level scary. Well, yeah, that's what that's what I was on about the uh, the scrambled fighters earlier on. That's the bit we'd remember, you know, Will Smith yeah, yeah, yeah. shooting rockets at it um, with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I mean, you you can guess. I think there's some very rational explanation to this. And I think it probably is normally just whatever whatever they come out with, yeah, weather balloon flares, whatever, it probably is that. It's just that we don't really know an awful lot about how weather balloons and flares look because we're not scientists. Yeah. And I think that sometimes it's easier to cling to the, I don't know what that is, so therefore it's something weird rather than there's a scientific explanation about it that I, I lack the knowledge to comprehend myself. You know, maybe there was a plane involved or, you know, some 
some kind of experimental aircraft. I don't know, but I'd be inclined to go with whatever the whatever the explanation was. I'm exactly the same as you. I think if there is some kind of alien craft that you can't actually see because it's got some kind of cloaky thing on it, but it's showing its lights at the front like it needs to see where it's going, that's nonsense. <laughs> You just <laughs> why why would something as big as a shopping mall or even a small biplane or anywhere in between be able to hide itself block out the stars behind it because there is something there that but you can't actually see it but it's kept its landing lights on i mean it's just it's just <laughs> laughable isn't it if there is something in the american airspace they absolutely know what it is there is there's no escaping kind of the the US military kind of air reconnaissance or whatever you, I don't even know what yeah. the word is but you know the, what I'm the saying the machine that is the US military I mean yeah, it exactly. would be country yeah. if it was stealth yeah big country could have slipped in couldn't it could have crept in could it's have crept in own, through it, San Francisco or somewhere where they're not really looking who who's making this if it's not the Americans? Only the Americans are so paranoid the Russians, that they would make something. The Chinese. Oh, the, it's Concordsky all no, over again. Not in '97. Yeah. Don't forget the Russians and the Chinese have been well known for copying. So as 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 Matt just alluded to, the Russians actually had a flying Concorde before the British and French, you know, BAE did, because they'd had a spy steal the plans. And then they built their own version of Concorde, which failed massively. But, that, but it looked it looked pretty much identical. Yeah, but that that was in the air and flying before Concorde was. And it's not. I I, I think if it's anyone, it's going to be the Americans, isn't it? Yeah. And where? Hang on. Whereabouts? I'm going to have to goggle this. Whereabouts is Arizona in America? It's I mean, to what, the east of California. What are they it's the mid, Midwest. It's the one to the right of California. Right, okay. Southeast, well, southeast of okay. California, just below Nevada. Uh, and also, bearing in mind that you've got you've had Star Wars in operation as well. So, as in, they've got they've got satellites that can take live footage. They would know. Yeah, and mm. and also, where where was it supposed to have gone after people stopped looking at it for three hundred miles? Where did it? Does anybody know? So is there any kind of carried on travelling? Oh, I saw it as it zoomed off. Carried or? on travelling southeast and then just disappeared. Went back to Mexico. Just like just blip, yeah. Just blip disappeared or went up. We don't no, know. No, like, just, like the just, lights. People just the stopped seeing just it. Just disappeared like one by one. As they went gone. over the horizon. Yeah. Oh, over the hills at the back of Arizona. All right. So, okay. Eddie, Phoenix, what do you sorry. think? Are you with Mike or are you with me and Lisa? Oh, I'm with you and Lisa. Sorry, Mike. All by myself. I feel like we're ganging up on you. 3-1. Three, three, I just, yeah, I, it's like we know, the Americans are mental. They spend a <laughs> lot of money that's not declared on this sort of craziness. It's, it's not a UFO. I would bet my life on it. What, you mean aliens? It's not an aliens? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not aliens. And quite honestly, if somebody was to fly a stealth plane over my head... I probably wouldn't have the foggiest clue what it is. I'd probably say, oh, it, it didn't sound like a normal engine. Well, what, you know, do I know what a stealth engine sounds like? Quite honestly, no, I don't. So. It's one that just goes, shh. Yeah. So, actually, so actually, actually, actually we, we, even Mike is saying, 
not aliens, but I think we're all we're all on the fence about could be some secret government plane. Mm. Yeah. 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 So it's not all as against Mike, would, is I it? I would say so, yeah. I think we're all on the same page. I think we, we've, we've more or less reached an accord, which is rare for us. Indeed. <laughs> Very. Indeed. <laughs> the Accord Award. Absolutely. Well, there you go. We all loosely agree on this one, that it's probably not aliens, but some kind of skullduggery on it's behalf of the It's definitely not Air aliens. <laughs> Don't rule it out. Probably. Never probably. say never. Yeah, for, any, for anyone who's listening to this and doesn't know what I look like, which will be, you know, all of you pretty much, I, I look a little bit like, um, uh, what's his name, Tsuvakis, the guy from Ancient Aliens, who says aliens. I've got, I've got a look about me. Um, except yeah. I've got a big black beard. So I, I kind of don't believe anything's aliens. He thinks everything's aliens. I think I might be his alternate universe evil twin. Your nemesis. Could be. Could They're be. like in Star Trek when they go through to the other side. Like his shit doppelganger. Yeah, like his shit doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. That was our one on the Phoenix Lights. So we hope you enjoyed that. Please do subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. And if you already have, thanks ever so much for following and hopefully enjoying it. Join us next week. Until then, do take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. That was camp. (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by Obsidian Shark Productions. The music featured in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org and is used under the Creative Commons license. More details can be found on our website.